When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Trade remedies between the U.S. and Canada are ongoing. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Cassandra Kubal was a Minnesota dairy kid now working in Washington, D.C. for Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. But separate from that, Cassandra, you are also an advisor with the Animal and Animal Products Agricultural Technical Advisory Committee. So in this role, um, industry professionals give guidance on trade negotiations to the USDA and the USTR. And this gives you some insight on what's happening on the USMCA front. What can you tell us about the trade dispute between Canada and the U.S. on those dairy tariff rate quotas and how officials are working to remedy that? when you have an agreement in place. Um, And one of the things that we did make sure, a large group of folks, whether on the ATACs or industry as a whole, was making sure that whenever you're doing a comprehensive negotiation like USMCA, it's always good to have rules in place. And one of the things we call is in trade remedies. And so, for instance, right now, what the U.S. is engaging in is um, seeking a panel to deal with what we believe is Canada maybe not uh, fully adhering to its commitments under USMCA with dairy tariff rate quotas. So that is in a very specific process, which is laid out under USMCA. Um, I do not get engaged in that, but that is something I do watch quite closely. It seems like this is taking a really long time. Besides selecting panel members, are they making any other progress from what you can see? Yes. So that's what they had to pull forward, uh, a panel, and it's got... Oh, I have to look at it again, but there, there are three panels. It, it has a process, too, by which it's very time. Um, there's time segments there. So it does take a while, but that's there's for reason on that. And then with the panel, we'll start reviewing everything. Um, so U.S. gets to put forward who they want on it. Uh, Canada gets to put forward who they want to. We have the names. We soon who the, they are. Um, and now they'll be going through and doing their reviews uh, of everything. And then we'll come out with their report. So it's it's just a process. I, I'm not going to get um, really stinky on it quite yet. And sometimes they do drag out. But right now we're still what I call the, the normal part of the process. Something you referenced earlier, Cassandra, was also a disagreement with Mexico over cheese. Sure. it's This is around specifications. We all know specifications in a various country to country. And they are going through a process. And that's been going on for quite some time um, in Mexico. And Honestly, I don't have all the details quite yet. I will be getting a little bit more involved in this um, in the coming weeks, months probably. Um, but they have been going through a very deliberative process on, on this and by which that we might, we as in greater U.S. Um, industry, might not agree with their specifications. And the reason why we get concerned about how they might lay out a specification is it might not be same as what we would have here in the United States, and that could put up a roadblock for any of our product going into Mexico. So that is where we want to always make sure that we're clear on this, reasons for why they might put in the parameters they do around those specifications, around certain products, and ensuring that there is, um, they're doing so in good faith in nature, because uh, what we in the United States typically believe in, in for um, Food and agriculture products is always making sure it's science-based and it's not going to come necessarily as a way to put up a, a, a barrier. 
Has this been a barrier yet to cheese exports? It has been to certain select exports, um, but I, what we've seen in drop of exports of cheese to Mexico has been well beyond that. Um, there's been a little bit of drop. It's usually our, one of our leading markets for cheese exports, but um, COVID hit hard. It's a value-add product, so when you have um, economic downturns, and Mexico certainly felt that, that did um, play a large part in also cheese exports and changes there. So I don't want to equate it to all of this on the specifications issue. Okay, and Cassandra, any other issues that you're looking at right now in terms of exports or international relationships? Separately, and it's not related to that, but on, on behalf of EDGE, in general, in the role I play on, on federal affairs issues is more so making sure that we're constantly seeking out opportunities, encouraging the administration and Congress to engage to ensure we are looking at new market access. Um, we appreciate, for instance, having um, a refresher to USMCA, which is an updated version of NAFTA, um, but we know there's opportunities that are still out there. We had, the United States had pulled out of TPP under a Trump administration. We would love to be able to get back at that table, in particular seeing China has just asked to join the TPP, the new TPP. Um, we know as dairy that one of our biggest growth areas beyond <clears throat> some of the standard markets that we, we've been speaking about in China is also Southeast Asia. And that is certainly an area that we know CPTPP would certainly help us grow in. Um, we had made great strides when we were engaging throughout TPP, so we would love to be able to um, see that really open up for us. And so anything that we can do to get there will be extremely important, um, whether it's bilateral relationships or if we can get in with a multilateral agreement. Changing the subject from exports to infrastructure, you've highlighted two big bills uh, that are kind of in standoff right now in Congress. One is focused on, you know, human infrastructure, as you mentioned. The other is more solid stuff like uh, bridges and roads. What, why does this matter for agriculture? The um, bipartisan infrastructure uh, deal, which is already has been passed out of the Senate and is um, on hold right now, that has elements that would also support agriculture um, in particular I wouldn't say as much in the upper Midwest, but those that have been heavily afflicted by drought, by wildfires, it does have some of that in there. There's also some things on climate infrastructure, too. So one thing that we in EDGE, we care about is making sure there's voluntary opportunities for engagement there. So if there's ones that are proactive, this isn't legislating to say you must do this, but rather we um, will put in incentives and things like that that will support um, building towards a, 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 you know, climate policy goals that are larger ones, those are always welcome. So that's something, and of course, out in rural America, we do care about our bridges and roads too. So certainly it's one of those making sure we have that in place. So we'll see how that turns out. The larger one, the human infrastructure one, um, which has been pegged as the $3.5 trillion deal, but that might change. Um, that's heavily being negotiated between um, leadership right now, again, literally right now. Um, that, too, can have implications, you know, a little bit more indirect, I would say, on agriculture, except for the concern might be is how are they going to pay for something that large. There's been all sorts of things that have been floated taking in consideration any changes to the most recent round of tax reform that took place under the Trump administration. Um, one thing that has been raised out of concern is perhaps a stepped-up basis. We've been told over and over 
both sides of the aisle that is not the intent with this but it's not guaranteed quite yet so until we understand what that framework is going to look like what's currently been negotiated and how they you know what that final dollar amount might be and then their intent for paying for it those are things i think the farming community will certainly need to keep an eye on yes developing stories there as we keep our eye on washington dc that's cassandra kubal of edge dairy farmer cooperative thanks for coming on with me today for the midwest farm report i'm stephanie hoff